Okay, Dennis, uh, big news today from one of our favorite automakers, Lamborghini. I don't think... Walk us through what happened. I, I don't think we've ever said the word Lamborghini on this show. What are we, like, I don't think so almost 60 episodes in? Yeah, but in our defense, you know, Lamborghini not <laughs> Lamborghini really, ain't uh, doing anything. <laughs> not doing anything in the EV world. Well, uh, Mr. Lamborghini decided he really wants to be uh, talked about on the EV Bike podcast, so he decided to actually do something that has to do with electric cars so that we do have to indeed talk about it. So, what did Mr. Lamborghini do, Gio? He said they're making an electric car. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, first electric car is coming uh, very far away from now. Uh, quote, the second part of the decade. Does that mean 2026? Does that mean 2029? Who knows? They probably don't even know. But uh, Lamborghini being part of the VW group is, as you know, the VW group is very... Um, Going in on electrification, and uh, no company within the Volkswagen umbrella will be able to escape making electric cars. And so Lamborghini finally did their part and announced that they will be making an electric car uh, in the second part of the decade. It will not be a electric version of their existing models. So that's very interesting. Uh, Lamborghini currently has three three models, the Urus, the Huracan, and the Aventador. And the electric car will be a fourth model. So it's going to be built completely from the ground up, we're assuming, and it's going to be a performance supercar, uh, which is a bit interesting. I kind of thought the Urus would have gotten the electric treatment before any of the supercars, but Mr. Lamborghini sees it differently. Um, other than that, there's, there's no information about this car. I mean, Given the fact that it's at least five years away from now, there there is no information to give. Uh, in the meantime, 2020 to 2021, Lamborghini will continue to make a gasoline cars. Uh, and then in 2022, sorry, uh, by the end of 2024, every single car will be electrified. In 2023, Lamborghini will launch its first hybrid car. And by 2024, the entire range will be electrified in some sort or we hope that it's at least plug-in hybrid. You know how automakers tend to use the word electrified because for some automakers, just a regular hybrid counts. Uh, once again, we don't know, but uh, this change towards hybrid technology by the mid-2020s uh, will help Lamborghini meet its goal of cutting CO2 emissions by 50% by the beginning of 2025. And all of this is coming with a fat stack of cash being thrown down at this. Uh, Lamborghini said that it has allocated 1.5 billion euros or about 1.8 billion dollars over the next four years to have this be done. Now, how much of this is just, you know, catching up with regulations versus actually wanting to be electrified? Because we've seen a lot of other companies in Lamborghini's class, like McLaren, that are kind of just like, yeah, we're going to go towards plug-in hybrids because we kind of have to mm -hmm. by 2035. Mm -hmm. Is Lamborghini in that same same boat? Probably, but they're not allowed to say it like that because then it uh, <laughs> cheapens Volkswagen's entire mantra of you know trying to become the dominant electric car brand in the future with their 30 gajillion different models coming out in the next decade. But uh, I'm, I'm sure no one at Lamborghini... I mean, you know... It's 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 gonna be quite a while before I think people shift their heads from 
when they think of hybrid, they're they're thinking of Priuses, essentially, right? Slow, yeah. boring cars. But you know, the last class of supercars, the the Porsche 918, the LaFerrari, the uh, McLaren P1, they were all plug-in hybrids, and they utilized that extra electric motor to gain even more performance in their supercars. So uh, it, it might be a while before people understand that having a, a battery and an electric engine working in in tandem with a, a gasoline engine and then eventually becoming the sole power source, you know, it won't be so bad. It won't mean you're driving a Prius. It just means, hey, you're driving the gasoline car, but it got a little supercharger through an electric motor. So I'd have to. I'd have to imagine that Lamborghini and all these competitive companies know that electric cars are just better performance-wise. So you're saying you think it's it's more on their customer base? I think it's their customer base. You think base. the reason yeah. they have to hold back yeah. is the customer base? Yeah. Well, straight power, uh, definitely. I think it's hard to um, uh, argue against the increase in, 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 in how much power a car gets when you add in a whole new motor. Um, obviously, uh, when people want to buy a performance car they want it to handle good as well instead of just going fast in a straight line um so obviously when you add in a whole section an electric powertrain on top of the uh, motor the car gets heavier I, I don't know how much heavier and i don't know how much headache that causes for lamborghini ferrari mclaren whoever when they're deciding to build uh, a car with an electric uh, powertrain in it but it's certainly a consideration that i think is is challenging for them to to figure out when they're building it um, but I mean, I don't know. The, 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 half these cars are made of completely like carbon fiber in the first place. Anyway, they're, they're not that heavy, but, uh, you know, it, it might be something that they find challenging and kind of going, Oh God, we got to figure this out. But I think it's, it's more to do with the, with the clientele. How, how do you even classify these cars anymore? What, what category are they in when they're being lapped by luxury sedans like the Model S and Porsche Taycan? I mean, because these were peak performance a decade ago. Yeah, this this was creme of the creme, the best car you can get, fastest car you can get, best track car you can get. Mm -hmm. And with EVs, we've surpassed everything they've been able to accomplish mm -hmm. at a much more affordable price. Mm -hmm. So, is this segment the new muscle car? Because <laughs> if you go back, that's really what muscle cars were. They they were the fastest cars. Until sports cars came around, and then sports cars beat muscle cars. They were not just straight line cars. They were also track cars. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think a base Mustang or something will handle as well as, you know, a mid-tier Ferrari or something like that. Um, I mean, for the longest time, I mean, it was supercars, and then we got even faster, and now they're hypercars, at least the very top tier of each of the big performance brands. So whatever all the hypercars at this point are basically electric right well it depends i mean do you i would not call a tesla uh model s plat plus a hypercar because yes no. it has hypercar performance but at the end of the day it, it, in terms of being a high performance car it's also you know a low riding typically two-seater you know sports car that, that, that goes I'm, all, I'm also going to tie in price point to the terms hyper and that supercar. Too. That too. I think that plays a big Th part of it as well. That too. Um, it's definitely harder to, uh, uh, to, to to sell people on this because a performance, you know, when you're when you're paying over half a million dollars uh, 
for any of these hypercars or whatever, uh, performance is definitely hitting diminishing returns at that point. Um, you know, how often are you ever going to go 210, 220 miles per hour? So it was very hard already to, just, to justify it in people's minds, I, I assume, when they were paying that car. But now even even now, the, 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 the performance benefits that these cars have is already being eroded away by electric cars. So the only yeah, thing you I have left is Bugatti prestige. Who actually said, hey, we're going to stop going after top speed in 0 to 60. Did they? Yeah, if, if it wasn't Bugatti, it was one of the big supercar mm-hmm. makers. And I found that interesting because you conveniently stopped as you're getting lapped by all these. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, we don't <laughs> want it anyway. I mean, that's silly. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, by the end of the day, these cars are all made in limited quantities. And I think there's enough people with a lot of money that just want the brand. And whatever comes the brand, with it. the aesthetic, yeah, the body, yeah. So I don't think um, Ferrari really cares too much that uh, you know a Model S Plaid Plus will go faster than any of its cars. If, if... I think Ferrari's always distinguished itself from some of these other guys because they always brought like yeah, it was a sports car, yeah, a track car goes fast, vroom vroom, but it always had that uh, that extra luxury status that Lamborghini never brought to the table. Oh yeah, I mean you got to buy like three used cars before you can get an actual because before you're allowed to yeah. buy a car from ferrari but lamborghini's just like yeah get in the car go fast room room exactly i mean it's a nice rugged car <laughs> yeah i mean i mean that, that that was that was the entire reason lamborghini came to be mr lamborghini trying to fix his tractor or whatever or no he was a tractor company and then tra- mr lamborghini was a tractor he was a tractor he he himself <laughs> thomas the tank <laughs> he tried to bring his car to ferrari and ferrari was like nah i don't want this we're not helping you, Mr. Ferrari. And Mr. Lamborghini was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just use my tractor knowledge to make fast cars. Um, so in Lamborghini's entire ethos, I think, is to be everything that Ferrari isn't. <laughs> um, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're getting to this era. Uh, era's too long of a word. These, pa- the, these last couple years where... Uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of these companies' last runs of fully gasoline-powered cars. Um, you think there's going to be a lot of reverence for these cars? Or do you think there's going to be a lot of collecting for these, you know, last year of Ferrari V12 with nothing attached to it or Lamborghini's V10 or whatever everyone uses? You, you think you think the, the we're going to see, uh, you know, resale values higher than we've ever seen before? Uh, I mean, it, it'll depend strictly on how good their EVs are. If their EVs are 10 times better than their ICEs, I don't think anyone's going to care for the ICEs. It might actually drop their values. Well, I mean, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of people buy these for the brand and the prestige. And I feel like, you know... You yeah, but you, I don't think EVs taken away from that brand or prestige. Yeah, but you don't think that, I mean, we'll get to a point where all the older generations that care only about gasoline engines and whatnot, you know, pass away um but i think um, until that point there's going to be a decent amount of people who want to have the last gasoline powered supercars that's just would you if it's at a sacrifice of at performance or who would pay a premium at a sacrifice i mean we just talked about the fact that you know people aren't paying the premium for performance anymore 
because a Model Y, uh, Model S will lap you, but people still buy Ferraris. I mean, Ferrari values, resale values have actually dropped a little bit in the last few years after they dropped uh, Pini and Farina. Mm. Yeah. And that last model year is is all those years before it went up after the fact because everyone wanted that mm-hmm. classic Ferrari. Right. So it is more of a prestige thing in that case because mm-hmm. obviously a new Ferrari does perform better than an old one, yet the older ones are kind of holding a bigger percent than the newer ones. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much prestige is tied to engine development you know what i mean i don't think it's I feel like luxury the design is is the bigger aspect of someone like ferrari than their performances yeah but if, especially again when they're getting lapped by everything I've, same with lamborghini I, I, I feel like a lot of the people that can't afford it are going to be of the mindset of like that is the purest form of a car gasoline nothing else um you know, uh, so that's that's where I'm coming from in, in terms of demand for these last sets, last couple years of, of, of models from these. Um, but eventually, I mean, you know, like I said, as, as the older generation, you know, goes away and the newer generation doesn't really care about engines and they all like like we've talked about already, you know, all we care about is tech. <laughs> And stuff like that. Then, then I don't know if 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 there will be much uh, want for those last sets. But I think for the time being, you know, for the next couple decade or two, I think I think there's going to be a lot of demand for those for those last cars. Um, okay, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. You're gifted a Lamborghini Aventador. I'm gifted a you have you have the option between a gas motor or an EV motor. Performance specs are exactly the same. Which one do you choose? Uh well I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pick the electric motor it's uh definitely less upkeep I definitely don't want to be <laughs> paying for those Lamborghini oil changes <laughs> bro that's like twelve cylinders ten cylinders that's like six liter Lamborg- engine Lamborghini's gonna have a, a premium on electricity they're gonna have their own charging <laughs> this stations is... or they charge you three times the price this is premium <laughs> energy you know it's like it's like those uh, Best Buy sells those like hundred dollar HDMI cables with like gold yeah. or whatever I'm waiting for that I'm waiting for these s- gold crusted uh ev chargers or something where the electrons are better well have you have you seen how expensive the charger is for for la ferrari i'm i'm scared <laughs> i'm scared so it's already there basically it's already yeah, there <laughs> so you want you want better you want ferrari power you want we got the better power <laughs> um so yeah i mean that's uh Lamborghini is the last one to really say anything. Ferrari said first electric car, 2025. McLaren. And they gave us the model already, so that's nice. Which one? SF90. Uh, I thought that was just a plug-in. Well, yeah. It, well, yeah. We said electrified. Right, I'm sorry. Full BEV. Full, full BEV, Ferrari said okay. 2025. I think McLaren's around the same time? I don't think McLaren has a set date. Yeah, they just... They just said there's going to be hybrids by mid-year. I don't know when their first fully electric car is going to come out. And then, you know, Lamborghini now said the second half of 2020. So who's left? I think Koenigsegg. I don't know what Koenigsegg is up to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, they got a they got a four-door car. I think it's fully electric or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Pininfarina. Koenigsegg? Yeah. Pininfarina, of course. Did we ever get new uh, cars from them? 
No. They started with that one car, but no. they said they were gonna you're, begin a whole lineup of more affordable. You're my Pini well, Farina, quote unquote yeah. affordable. You're my Pini Farina guy. So if, so if you don't know, then I don't know. You you the one that's been writing about Pini Farina the entire time. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting how the uh, hypercar segment, what happens in it in 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 the next decade with with electric cars clearly outperforming many of. Uh, the gas ones that are many times the price. So, as always, we'll just have to uh, sit here and wait. <laughs>